We adore you. Prince of peace, we bow before you. Rulers of the heavens and the earth, we worship you. The one can, that can do and undo, we praise you. We thank you for your faithfulness even upon your church. We thank you, King of glory, O God, for all that you have done so far. You was said in everything we should give thanks. But this is the will of God in Christ Jesus concerning us. Father, we are here, O God, to give you thanks and to give you praise. For the time we have called upon you, for all answers to prayer, in protection and preservation, in promotion and in lifting. Father, we thank you because you do not allow us to weep even at this time. By your grace, oh God, you have kept our family safe. By your divine hands of protection, you have been our shield. You have been our pillar. You have been our fortress. You have surrounded and encamped around us with your angels. But you have not allowed this overwhelming virus to consume us. Receive all our thanks and praises, Lord, today in the name of Jesus. And Lord, as we go into your word, we ask, Lord, that the entrance into your word will give us life. It will bring understanding onto a simple mind. And at the end, your name alone will be glorified in this place and in every home connected to the service. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. The people of God shout a, gl a glorious hallelujah. hallelujah. Shout a glorious hallelujah. hallelujah. Amen. Amen. The Lord is good. And all the time, the Lord is good. We want to appreciate the name of the Lord for how far He has seen us and how far we believe He continues to see us. And my prayer. As the servant of the Lord that led us to pray, it will see us through this pandemic in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. We will see our family through this pandemic in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. We want to thank God for bringing us into the month of May. And this is the first Sunday in the month of May 2020. Hallelujah. Yeah, it feels as if it's been a whole year that we have started this year just because of all that has been happening. We're just in the month of May and we still have many more months to go this year. I declare at the end of this year, none shall be missing among us and our loved ones in the mighty name of Jesus. And you will not fall for this sickness. You will not fall for this virus in the mighty name of Jesus. Uh, the, the, the month of uh, May, the Lord said, is our month of shedding the weight. It's our month, May 2020, it said, it's my month of shedding the weight. It's so interesting that uh, you can see it 
any, I mean, all the ways, in all the ways. Many have been home all through from May, April, I mean, March, April, and uh, they've not been going on out. They've been home eating and sleeping and just relaxing, no much active work. And the Lord is saying that you will shed some weight this month. Amen. Hallelujah. So if you want to add a physical shedding of weight to yours, the Lord as well is with you. Hallelujah. What is the weight that the Lord wants us to shed this month? That the weight that slows us down. That the weight that makes us want to live a life pleasing unto the Lord. Many things happen every day and the church had actually been kind of tranquilized, neutralized with less power. Sin is no longer too much of an abomination to those who go to church today. And the scripture makes us so understand that in those days when the, in the scripture, I believe, uh, Genesis chapter 18, when God wanted to do something, destroy a whole man, he looked for his friend. And he conversed with his friend. And he asked, and he told him what he wanted to do. And God said, no, 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 you don't want to do that. What if I can find 50 righteous people in the land? He said, yeah, go ahead and do it. He couldn't find. How about 40? How about 30? How about 20? How about 10? I guess when he couldn't find, he gave up his discussion with the Lord. And the Lord released the angel of destruction to destroy Sodom and Gomorrah. If this assembly and everyone connected to this service today and the rest of this month will be among those that the Lord will look at and say, these are my righteous ones, those that abhor and shun evil, iniquity, transgressions, and sins. If I can find just a judge, of righteous children, those that are conscious of not making God angry, then I will hold back my hearts. And so this month, I want to say that in this assembly, and as many as are joining with us in this service, I want to say that this month, the month of May, has 31 days, and we'll be embarking on 31 days of sin conscious. You want to be conscious of anything that it, it has become a weight to you that leads you and trap you into a life of sin. That you may boldly come all the time to the Lord, and when you lift up your voices unto the Lord and pray, God may hear from heaven. Answer your prayers and hear the land for your sake. So shall it be this month concerning you 
concerning everyone in this assembly and our loved ones in the mighty name of Jesus. Hebrews chapter 12, verse 1 and 2. Hebrews chapter 12, verse 1 and 2, verses 1 and 2. The Bible says, Therefore we also, since we are surrounded by so great a cloud of witnesses, let us lay aside every weight and the sin which so easily ensnares us. And let us run with endurance the race that is set before us. Looking unto Jesus, the author and the finisher of our faith, who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross, despising the shame, and I sat down at the right hand of the throne of God. There are weights that slows one's down, and there are weights that makes one to be entrapped. I use the word ensnares. Believers. I want to make an analogy of two athletes. These two young athletes, they enrolled in this competition. And both of them decide that they want to compete. And as they began the journey on the track field, it's a long journey that the end of it, they do not know. And so they began the journey, they begin to go. Remember, the Christian race is a race. It's not a race that ends just like that. It's not a race that works. It's not a race that makes one to stop or to stand. Is a race that one runs with so much hindrance on the way, with so much bottleneck on the way, and still we run it with endurance. Many will not want to give their life to Christ because they feel that they will be denied of so many things that they used to enjoy before they come to know the Lord. And so they'll be honest to themselves and say, ah, you know, Jesus Christ, well, let me enjoy my useful life. Let me enjoy life right now. When I'm ready, I'll come to Jesus. And so these two athletes began the journey. They began to, the, the, the race of life, of life, of their Christian life. And the other one was just steadfast. It was steady. It was moving. When the bombs, when he gets on the bump on the way of temptation, he, he endures, he sacrifices, and keeps moving. And then the other one, as the journey continues, and people look at him, and, and, and they see how he's moving, the things that he used to, he used to enjoy, he, he see that he no longer enjoy, and then they get distracted, and they pick up. Something 
that he used to love. But look at this. Because the people have been talking about me. They've been saying all manner of things concerning me. Because I just gave my life to Christ. And I no longer go to where we used to go together. Or they just bombarded me. And then I became angry. Or somebody talked to me. And then anger just. And then they just pick up a bucket of anger. On this race. Christian race. And I see what's going. I was so angry now. It's angry with everybody. They're calling SU. They're calling holier than now. They're calling child of God. They're calling me. They, they, ah, you don't want to talk to me. We, we, we're going to do that. We, we, to do that. Yeah, don't. Now he become angry. Or, or the preacher actually touches in one of the areas of his life. And anger comes. And it carries the weight of the bucket of anger moving on. As I was going, the anger now had made into begin to a little bit then it just took off an offense. Took up an offense. And as it took up the offense, it carries the weight of an offense again. And it began to go. It began to go. And then suddenly on this way, raising on the Christian journey, coronavirus pandemic happened. And fear of losing his job, losing his health, losing his home, losing his mind, now gets in. Now the other one is going, is being steadfast he, because he knows that he has a destination ahead. And so the fear, when they carries, it takes on the spirit of fear. So he now, now not having that confidence anymore. And then Still on the way, he was still on his way. Guess what? He's carrying the load already. The weight is already on him. The other guy is moving steadily, even though the, the race is not to it's an unending race to him because of the stumbling blocks on the way, because of the hardship on the way, and then because of the fear and the weight of fear. Upon the brother, you have to pick up another one. That's doubt. Now begin to doubt every word, every word because of what you now begin to listen to. Because of what you now begin to do. Nothing about God. God, where is your face? You said this, you shall supply all my need according to your riches and glory by Christ Jesus. You said, with long life I will satisfy you and show you my salvation. And yet, you allow pandemic, you allow coronavirus, you allow diseases and this to be killing people all over the world. Now begin to doubt the word of God. 
begin to doubt the word of God. And as they begin to doubt the word of God on this way, they pick up another one. That becomes the disobedience. No longer able to obey the word of God. And because they no longer obey the word of God, it picks up another one. Hopelessness. Now for him to move, it's now become a very, very difficult thing. For him to even connect to the words of encouragement, it's no longer there. It's almost now giving up. On the word of God. He cannot even trust nobody no more. And then you pick up another weight. It's not discouraged. No longer attend church services anymore. No longer pray. No more. Now begin to join all those that they used to do things together. It no longer be on fire. The word of God doesn't have no meaning to him any longer. It's not carrying so much weight on him. Everybody now offends him. The word of God no longer has a place in him. He just want to believe that if I can just now do contrary to what they said, I'll still make it. And so we pick up another heavier load. A sinful habits that they had discarded before. The sinful attitude now carried. Now she carried that sinful habits. All that now becomes his, his focus. It's just to make money. Let me make money. Let me do. Let me do more over time. Let me, let, let me see if I can cheat. Because the hardship of the way is now too, too difficult. I mean, all those sacrifices, those so-called Christians, go to church, come and pay a tithe, come and pay offering, come and do this, I'm no longer there. But the love of money is now coming. Yeah, thank God. They say, we all stay home. Let the church continue. Now, church, where's your power? Where's the pastor that says conducting healing services? Where's the brethren? Let me enjoy myself. At least I've tried. Don't, don't forget, it's on the race. But because the loss is focused, the other guy is on his way. He's on the path. Being steadfast, moving on. It may not be too fast, but it is on track. It's looking onto Jesus. He has a destination and focus. And he continues to go. But this guy, 
as a pig. So one after the other, just picked up. Pride. Because of the love of money and the sinful habits and attitude that he has put up. And now, the thought is enduring life now that is too much heavy load. It's too much on him now. He thought he was enduring life, but he's always miserable. He forgot that there are a cloud of witnesses that have gone through the same journey, that have sacrificed knowing fully well that the journey has a destination, and God and our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ is the one that will give the prize at the end of the journey. It means he started well, he was moving well, but along the way, things have happened. Can no longer endure. He can no longer hold it. And as he continues, one of the cloud of witnesses in the heavens that have gone through and have experienced the same, they have become the spectators and the sheer leader of the other brethren that continue to move before us and moving on. But he doesn't know that there are a cloud of witnesses and I'm looking and praying and saying to him that the end, at the end of the tunnel, there's a bright shining light. And one of the spectators said that, that as has gone through, he had a voice, and suddenly he had a voice of one of the spectators who first Corinthians chapter 9. First Corinthians chapter 9, we're not from verse 24 to 27. One of the spectators that have gone through, that have gone through the race, that have suffered so much temptations on the way, that have suffered so much persecutions on the way, that have suffered things like and all manner of things, said to him, and then had his voice. Where was having his head load? Now unable to move as it ought to. And they said to him, Do you not know that those who run in the race all run, but one receive the price? Run in such a way that you may obtain it. And everyone who competes for the price is temperate in all things, it's humbled. In all things, it's tenacious. In all things, it endures. In all things, now they do it to obtain a perishable crown. But we want imperishable crown. Therefore, I run, telling this guy, loaded with so much low weights. I run not 
not with uncertainty. Those that fight, not as one who beats the air, but I discipline my body and bring it into subjection less when I preach to others. I myself should become disqualified. Let me tell somebody close to you, it's time to begin to shed the weights. It's time to begin shedding the weights. It's time to begin shedding the weights. Suddenly, he realized that he needs to begin to shed the weights that has slowed him down, that has not made him to be able to be pleasing unto the Lord, that gets him so discouraged, and he remembered what, what, what David did when his heart was so troubled, and he got discouraged. And the Bible tells him in 1 Samuel chapter 13, verse 6, he said, and David encouraged his strength in himself in the Lord. And so I just he decided to take away discouragement. The weeks of discouragement. And as soon as he takes that off, it's life. That's you. Today, we begin to encourage and strengthen yourself in the Lord. Tell somebody, let him strengthen ourselves in the Lord. Let's strengthen ourselves in the Lord. In doing so, hopelessness will be gone. I say hopelessness will be gone. Why? Because the Bible made us understand that hope does not disappoint. Tell somebody hope does not disappoint. Romans chapter 5 verse 5. Hope does not disappoint because the love of God has been poured out by the Holy Spirit was given to us. You've got to be able to share the weight. There are weight that makes us to, to be perpetually beaten down. Makes us to be discouraged. Makes us to lose our heart. And the guy is look forward to the guy. is so much anointed. It's so much on fire. It's so much energized. And here's the matter going all manner of things. It just took out the weight of discouragement. Hopelessness is out. And then it began to look out. It began to look out. And then it says that that doubt that makes him not be able to have understanding of the promises of God needs to go. Needs to go. So he lose doubt in his life. From today, I will begin to trust the name of the Lord. I will begin to trust the word of the Lord. When the Lord said to me, Ah, no weapon of coronavirus that is only against you shall prosper. I believe it because you said it. I begin to walk again. And then you look at where are all these 
coming from. I can see the spirit of God. I've not been obedient to the word of the Lord. I make joke. I make simple. I make too much fun. I critique the word of God. I just don't believe it because it was in the letters. Even those that speak it, they don't even do it. So I've been disobedient to it. And then look at the spirit of disobedience. Oh my goodness. The Lord said, the spirit of disobedience is like rebellion. And rebellion, he said, it's like a sin of witchcraft for someone chapter 15. I've no longer mine. I'm going to begin. I'm going to begin to obey the word of God. I'm going to begin to obey the word of God. And then they look. Fear. I fear all things. Even when I don't have anything to fear. I fear when I listen to the news. I fear when I look at the statistics. I fear when I hear the numbers. I fear even when there's nothing to fear. Fear is no longer mine. Why? Because the Lord said, He has not given me the spirit of fear, but of love, of power, and of a sound mind. First Timothy, second Timothy chapter 1, verse 7. And he took it out. And he remembered. Why do I have to be offended when I'm being corrected? Why do I have to take up that spirit of offense? It has weighed me down, that made me to be sick. It has made me not to be angry, even to myself and everyone around me. Oh, offense is not good. I will not give place to the devil. He said, we should not have offense. Second Corinthians chapter 6, verse 3 tells us. Not to give for the offense. So the ministry the Lord has given us may not be blamed. Took it out and then look around. They look around. I'm not going to be angry again. Anger brought the pocket of anger. Brought the offense into my life. I told you already. I'm no longer. I will love everyone. I will owe no one from today anything other than to love them. It has still have so much. I don't have time going and studying the world any longer. Why? Because I don't know what the future holds. I've made money, my God. I go about just to take extra shifts and to do things that will bring money. But I know that the love of money, the Bible says, is the root of my problem. All kinds of evil. First Timothy chapter, chapter 6, verse 10. No more. I will only do my schedule. I will be satisfied and be content with that which the Lord has given me. I'll be straightforward and honest, and the Lord shall bless the works of my hand. 
and the, the ones that against me, I shall be satisfied with it. So that the pride that all those things have brought. And now can be delivered from all those that I hang out with. A pastor's ministry to us during the workers' meeting. And he talks, he talks to us about evil company, corrupt good manners. What am I hanging on? What am I listening to? What am I thinking when no one is listening to me else? What are those habits that has become a trap of the devil, the gate of Satan in my life? The sinful habits. When everyone is not around and I look back and I look left, what are those things that I do? I see that they are all part of the works of the flesh. That are manifest and have been manifested to weigh me down. There are sins that easily beset me. But the word of the Lord made me to understand in 2 Corinthians. Chapter 6, verse 14, it says, Do not, I should not be unequally yoked together with unbelievers. For what fellowship has righteousness without lawlessness? And what communion has light with darkness? And so, Lord, I need that your help. That your help with all determinations, with all intentionality. Lord, I have done this. So I can be focused on serving you. So I can look up to your words. But your word made me to understand in Romans chapter 6, verse 23, he said, For the wages of sin is death. For the gate of life, the gate of God is eternal life. In Christ Jesus. What sins cannot do bringing me closer to the end, to the finished line, the gift of God is able to bring it to pass. Therefore, brethren, I want you to know that in this season that we are in, God will be able to shed the weight. So we can mount our weight as eagle. And our youth can be renewed like that of an eagle again. So we can have a good focus unto the Lord. We can have a good mindset into his words. And our hearts can be receptive even when he speaks to us. And to believe that based on our Text that we have just read. 
In 1 Corinthians chapter 9, from verse 24 to 27, the process the young man just took, shedding the weight, is that it was intentional, it was determined. Knowing fully well that the one that is started with Johnny Wheat is growing in the Lord, but he seems groaning in the world. One is growing in the Lord, the other is groaning based on the situation of the world. So it was intentional. Let us be intentional this month, the rest of our lives, the rest of our Christian journey. It is better not to lay your hand on the plow than to lay your hands on the plow and say you are a Christian and yet you are looking back. And yet you are not faithful to him. And yet you are not doing his will. And yet the name of the Lord is made mocked based on your attitude and your ways of life, your words, and the company that you can. We've got to be intentional. And verse 2 of our Hebrews chapter 12 made us to understand that he has a focus. He has a destination. He looked unto Jesus. He said, looking unto Jesus is the author and the finisher of our faith. None of us ever come to faith without Christ as the focus. He said, no one comes unto the Father except through me. But I'm telling you, you have been living a careless life. Those in the world are taking you into the world and you have brought the world back into the church. And your Christian race, your Christian life is no longer to be proud of. Why? Because there are weights. I'd like to let you know today that there are a class of witnesses that have passed through this before. They want to share you. They want to share us. They're encouraging us with their voices on the letters of the Bible. They have many words for us to encourage us on a daily basis. So we do not fall by the wayside. So we can run the race that is set before us with tenacity, with vigor, with understanding, and with love for him. I want you to know the first Corinthians chapter 9 that, you, that, that, that we read about the athletes told us that they trained themselves. He said, I trained my body. You've got to be good to come to the point where you've got to be able to train your body. No athletes goes into a race without first discipline his body. But I discipline my body and bring it into subjection less when I preach to others and myself should be disqualified. I pray you will not be a conductor that shows the people the way and you have no destination in the mighty name of Jesus. Everything concerning you will begin to bless the Lord from today. In the mighty name of Jesus. The grace to stand. The grace to do his will. The grace to begin to
to live a sinless life, a life conscious. I pray you receive it today. I pray we all receive it from today. In the mighty name of Jesus, I finally we're going to take up the spirit of thanksgiving. Tell somebody close to you, be thankful. Be thankful. Be thankful. The only thing to share the way, the only way, the best way to share the weight of whatsoever it is in your life is to put up the attitude of praise, of thanksgiving. Appreciate God for every minute that you are here on earth. Appreciate God for all that he has done in your life. Appreciate God for sleeping and waking up. Appreciate God for making provision for you. Appreciate God even when things are difficult and things are easy and comfortable for you. We have lost one or two things during this pandemic. Do not carry any of the weights that the world wants you to carry. Why? Because there's hope. Why? Because it's on your side. Why? Because he knows your name. And he knows your needs. And he will just supply all of your needs according to his riches and glory by Christ Jesus. This season, it will come out to, into a season of testimony concerning you, concerning your household, concerning your business, concerning your finances, concerning your children, concerning everything that concerns you and everything that God made God, God in your life. In the mighty name of Jesus, I will make us understand that hope never disappoints. And hope in our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ will bring you to the place of giving thanks unto Him on a constant basis during this season and even when this season is over. In the name of Jesus. And as we begin to be sin conscious, please in this season, in this 31 days of being sin conscious, do not pick up any of the works of the flesh or any of the weights and sins that may easily beset us from looking unto Jesus, the author and the finisher of our faith, in Jesus' name. Peter was doing the miraculous. So he was walking on the water. And as soon as he lost his focus on Jesus Christ, the law of gravity, the weight of losing focus from Jesus, made him to begin to sink and to cry out unto the Lord and the Lord saved him. The Lord will save you. He will deliver you from every attack of the evil one into our minds, into our lives in this season. In Jesus' name. And so, Father, we thank you. Lord, we give you praise and we give you glory, Lord. I declare concerning everyone under the sound of my voice today. 
What is it in your life? What is it in our lives? That has constituted in ways that do not make us to be able to walk steadfast. That continually make us to be movable from the presence of the Lord. Whatsoever it is that have made you to trivialize the word of God and cause you to be fearful, hopeless, doubting the word of the Lord. Whatsoever it is, I declare concerning you, there shall be a turning around upon your life from this day forward in the name of Jesus. The grace of the Lord that surpasses every man's knowledge will encompass your life in this month. That this month shall be a glorious month of thanksgiving, of grace, of favor, of the power and the love of God over your life and your family's life in the name of Jesus. You will not die their death. You will not cry their cry. Everything that concerns you in this month, the Lord God Almighty, you will preserve for his name's sake in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Son of God. Jesus' mighty name, we are praying. In Jesus' name we pray. Every spirit of doubt, God will destroy in our lives in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. We shall run this race to the end. Mighty name of Jesus. Amen. We thank you, sir, for the beautiful message. God will continue to strengthen you day by day. Fresh anointing we receive for you in the mighty name of Jesus.